1: how many fans start showing up? So visit Scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
0: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained.
1: Unchained. It's a couple of days late, Patrick Roycey, but you're back from Washington, D.C. What's going on? I'm back from Washington, D.C.
0: with a plan for you to get out of this work mode and get rich. I like it. Duck Pin Bowling Lane. Okay. Duck Pins. Yeah. I, my uh, son and I and, and his wife were looking for something to do yesterday that we hadn't done in D.C. So we've seen all the monuments, plus it was raining buckets. Ah, uh, and he said, "You know, I got this bowling on the Maryland side. This weird bowling. I don't even know what the name is. Of course, Chris Long, as I told you yesterday, is a big expert on buck duck pin because <laughs> he grew up on it in Maryland. Yep. But it's it's a three and a half pound ball, and it's ten pins that aren't quite as big as uh, you know regular pins, but it's." You know, and you get each frame. You get three instead of two, and you, but you, the balls are there, and you, you know it moves about the same speed. But it's really hard to score. But the kids, we walked in there and they were having a camp. And you know, kids go bowling, and they give them us. You know, if they're lucky, they give them like a seven-pound ball, right? Right. And they throw it in the gutter, and they got the guards on and stuff. These <laughs> kids are having the time of their life. We got to get a duck pin lane, man. Make it, we'll have every birthday party in uh, the Twin Cities. Really? Yeah, that's great. So duckpin bowling and pizza, and we've got this thing nailed. Un- unfortunately, uh, I you know I whined about hurting my knee in December when I fell down a couple of steps at home. I re-injured myself trying to bend over to duckpin, but uh, but it was it's the way to go. Duckpin way better than regular bowling. I thought you couldn't bend, you said, because you have to. Well. I mean, you got to still try to bend your legs, you know, a little bit. You know, you got—I can't bend over the waist. So, uh, so anyway, duck pin—that's the way to go, man. Okay, duck pin, and you got to be much more accurate. uh, You—the ball—you don't get that little movement at the end that the ball, uh, the big old bowling ball, will accidentally hit the pocket and knock a ball down. This thing. You hit the head pin, chops off two pins. There's eight of them sitting there, man. But kids like this. But they like oh, they, these kids were not. There was nuts. It was every it was lane. A... It was sixteen lane. But this is an old time lane too, man. It was they still hand you out the paper sheet to score with, and uh, uh, the 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 pin setters are. I mean, it was just an old time lane, and uh, down in the basement, and of course. Long saw my stuff on Twitter. He knew exactly what lane I was talking about. In, I saw he suggested in Silver that, Springs, Maryland, White Oak. Yes, he's right. As you so said, anyway. he's an expert on on all oh, things he's, sports. He's so. unbelievable. He was the first guy I knew who basically made me aware that, you know, that Americans were trying to act like they'd adopted. English Premier League mm-hmm. soccer teams. He was the first guy I know. Oh, oh, I'm. What's I can't even. He's a. He's a Tottenham. Tottenham he's yeah. a Tottenham. Yes. Yeah. For no reason. For no reason. Just he thought oh, it was a his neat buddies, name. It's because
1: his friend was. Yeah. He, he's a fraud because he admits he hated uh-huh. soccer, and, and, and he, his pal got him involved. And in he York and Tottenham.
0: Wessel. Wessel's Chelsea. Yes. I think Chelsea, right? He is Chelsea. Wessel gets very upset about Chelsea. And I said, what is wrong with you people? You know you why he likes You team? don't really give a
1: damn. What are you trying to pretend like you give a damn for? Do you know why Chelsea's, Wessel's team? Because he had a crush on a girl in grade in school Chelsea. named Chelsea. Well. So now that, he's all that, mad when they lose.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Frauds. And, of course, I adopted Swansea just because of Jack the dog used to save drunks. And he's there saying, oh, they've... You know, drunks would be down on the shore there, yep. and when they were drowning, laying in the you know passed out, laying in the water. <laughs> legend has it Jack the Dog would drag them to safety, and there's a big there's a big statue of Jack the Dog on the port down there. And I thought, and he's kind of the mascot of the Swansies. Sure. So that's why I adopted them because uh, any you know you gotta like a team where the. They are honoring a dog that used to save drunks, right?
1: Absolutely. So your your reasoning actually is far more sincere (laughs) than than Wessel or Long. Yes,
0: that's true. Uh, While we're at it, we might as well talk about uh, U.S. women's soccer. Okay. Uh, Congratulations. I love Megan Rapinoe because she's a fantastic bleep disturber, you know, and she's an agitator and all this stuff. But somehow... We're trying to frame them as underdogs because they don't get paid as much. And, boy, they went on and took, took on the world. In 1998, when Brandi Chastain took her clothes off and they won the first one, uh, second-ever Women's World Cup, right? First one the third, third one? Okay. But nobody else played. Mm-hmm. It was somebody sent me a thing. It was illegal until the seventies for women to play football in Brazil. Okay, we were on. We were halfway home, as I said on Twitter, when we went to our first World Cup. We were halfway around third uh, to home, and we completed the journey and won. And now somehow this is supposed. to You know, thank you. Know you won. Okay, fine. Thank you. You're. We we have. So much more of a commitment to women's soccer than any place else, uh, because of title IX. its ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, but it's—it's it's fun that—it's fun that the soccer team is going to go to the Washington to see the AOC and some of the other ladies. Oh and, yeah, that'll be. And yeah. not see the trump, trumpeter. So anyway, but I—do you know what it, the
1: thrill will be? The boy, thrill will be someday when they lose in the second round. If you're a soccer fan, that should make you extremely happy. See an upset. Well, if they get upset but but they, and the same thing holds true in soccer and hockey. Cuz it's always Canada US, right? Yeah. Women's hockey. If you're a fan of the sport, what should thrill you is if they get if your team gets knocked off in the second round, <laughs> it, it means that the rest of the world is coming yes, around and your sport true. is becoming legitimized around the yes. world.
0: Yes. Somebody uh, I said something about this on Twitter about this attempt to, you know, we we can't stop patronizing women's athletics. We you know, we're addicted to that. Uh, 72 73 and really title nine kicked in late 70s so 40 years sure 40 years were still everything that they accomplish is uh just the most wonderful thing of all time and uh we never take a critical view of it except for serena she's about the only one that we ever took a critical view of but anyway hey amazing though it tells you about uh how much we like to see the red, white, and blue win, though good, oh. rate, good ratings and everything. Even if we are better than everybody else, so absolutely yes. I had a guy on Twitter tell me that his his daughter plays Division Two lacrosse, and they just beat the national teams from the Netherlands, and a couple of Europeans. So that's going to be our next. We're going to dominate everybody in lacrosse because Canada has been playing it for years, but. Yes. Uh, You know what, though? We
1: love to go to bars, watch our country play any sport. I don't care if it's men, women, children. Get drunk and
0: cheer like crazy. And think we got robbed of, uh, you know, I still got people mad mad at me from 1980 when, uh, you know, we beat the Russians and everybody was, you know, capitalism over communism and tear down the wall and this proves that the Soviet system doesn't work. And I'd say... Sure is, I Iowa wrote, sure is amazing what can happen when you got a hot goaltender. <laughs> you know, and I, you know. And uh you know, so I remember remember the big song was Luke and Bach, Texas? I had a yeah. line in a column. Remember Luke and Bach that was before you but before okay. your time early, but Luke and Bach, Texas was the big country western had hit, you know, beyond the southern sure. hillbilly audience and the you know, the young hipsters were and they were all wearing cowboy hats, and, and the U.S. Olympic team was wearing hot cowboy hats. And uh, okay, I do remember know, that. everybody, yeah. Yep. And the big song was Lukenbach, Texas," and talking about people crying during the anthem. And I can imagine. Could you imagine the tears if they'd played Lukenbach, Texas"? <laughs> oh man, they were. Speaking mad at of me. bleep disturbers, yeah. Well, so, yeah. no wonder you like Megan Rana. Herbie was uh, Herbie was one of my favorite guys to disturb too, because it was so easy <laughs> when he got mad. man. You what was could... the one he got mad at you for? Uh, well, I think the one that he got the mad, maddest at was uh, remember. Uh, well, he won the uh, Olympics and he was a national hero, and he wouldn't take a job. Um, yep. Different teams were trying to Rangers were trying to hire him. Different teams around a country. And I I once wrote this is like a you know months almost a year after. I said, nobody will give Herbie the job he wants, emperor of the world. <laughs> and He did not think that was funny. So anyway, he was, yeah, we had a, we had a, uh, I have always said, you know, I went into treatment in 1981, St. Mary's at, that spring, and, and Herbie called up, Herbie was fuming about that thing, and he says, I'm tired of getting libeled by that talented alcoholic, <laughs> and I said... Hey, talented. That's okay. He's <laughs> a, you know, I hope he was right on the first one. I know he was right on the last one. So, anyway, so, <laughs> so he was, you talented. <laughs> talented. Alcohol. Okay, that's a good line. <laughs> yeah, right. that's a very good line. That's right. Well, I was back then, probably talented. It's, now, now we're just doing the best we can. So anyway, <laughs> but uh, I went to the uh, Nats game Sunday. Royals? Did I see that right? Royals Nats. You know, nice. And, and boy, those wimps don't show up. Nope. It hot. It was like. After, they do not like afternoon games in the summer in, in D.C. because it's it's a little steamy, but um, it was 90-something and humid. Next day is when it rained three inches in an hour. Yep. But uh, where are they? I mean, there must be season tickets because they, they announced 30 most nights, 28 to 30, and there couldn't have been 20,000 people there. How'd our guy doge look? Doge Homer He's actually 1-0.
1: played pretty well. He's been
0: better lately. Of yeah. late, right? Yeah, he homered, He homered, uh, and it was one nothing into the—that Corbin has pitched twice since his dear friend Tyler Skaggs died and hasn't allowed a run. I think he's allowed one run in the bullpen. Wow. You think you got bullpen problems here in Minnesota, oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen? Cool. Fernando, I got to see Fernando pitch. Oh, yeah? Just came in 2-0 lead. By the time the inning was over, two two. So we, didn't, we didn't get arrow <laughs> no. action that night. No, that day, huh? no, I don't know if they, they might have saw an arrow. He saved one a couple of days earlier, but they've, uh, you know, they were I think twenty and thirty one, and they're and now they're, you know, they're in the race. So Their bullpen's historically bad, correct? Oh, horrible! Yeah, six over sixty. All right, <laughs> over sixty <laughs> Do, do little the, the only one they got that's any good. But I've been to that park, park three four times. I like it. What's interesting though is Ben's chili dogs famous there yeah and uh, they have a they had a stand there one of their most popular stands but it used to have Bill Cosby was the big promoter of Ben's chili dogs just just as a fan of Ben's chili mm-hmm. dogs so when I was first there like four years five four or five years ago it was Bill Cosby says Ben's chili dogs are the greatest. Bill is nowhere to be found. Bill is off the planet. Bill,
1: Ben's chili dogs had never heard of him. Are you saying Ben's might think it's bad PR now to <laughs> yes, say? Yes, yeah. The I cause know. still loves them no, even incarcerated. Guys, now they're saying, boy, our chili dogs are really good. You know, everybody.
0: You know, so,
1: anyway. Chili dog on a hot summer day, it seems to be, to be probably uh, not the best.
0: No, but. You know, you, well, the worst is you go there and eat one, and then if you get hit, get it on your shirt in the first inning. You're kind of that didn't happen to me this time. Let's say that. So, <laughs> all right, I was very careful this time. So anyway, Twins, what do you think? They're playing pretty mediocre, but maybe it's because everybody's hurt yeah, yeah, a little bit. They're, they keep putting these well, guys on think? the DL for minor injuries.
1: Pat, I think it's I think it's very simple. I think Cleveland now, since June third, is doing exactly what the Twins did in April yeah, and be- May, which beating is bad teams beating now. up on bad teams and doing okay against against good teams, of which there aren't a lot. I think that the formula for 2019,
0: especially in that division, is not tough to figure out. No, although the Mighty Whiteys are uh, they the Twins did beat them two out of three. Right? No, they lost.
1: two They out lost three. two out of three there. And by the way, the White Sox in 2020 are going yeah, to be a lot of fun. Yeah, if they get
0: Kopech and uh, yeah. Rodon, they're, they're too tight. But they've got enough younger. guys
1: coming up that they are not. They shouldn't be bad for much longer. No,
0: they're going to be a contender. But uh, here's the deal with our boys. They have had in a very high— Their hitting statistics are still distorted by those occasional 13-run games yep. where they hit five home runs when they get into somebody's horrible bullpen. But they've had a lot of low-production games, man. One, You know, they score one in the first and don't score for 15 innings. And, mm-hmm. you know, same thing the other night. They'd lose that game 4-1. to one. And, you know, Mejia, I mean, is it over yet? But, I mean, what what are they waiting for him for? But still, it's the 11th inning. You haven't scored since the second, right? right. So they've, they've had – I don't know. Here's the deal. Here's what I always remember. I, I It's a little less this way now because teams – tank. yep. In baseball they never used to tank. There was nothing to tank for. Like Calvin didn't want to tank because he didn't want to have the first overall draft choice because there was no limit as to what you could spend and he didn't want to have to pay him, right? right. But 1980 Gene Mock quits. They're so bad he quits in August. I think August 24th. And Johnny Goral who is a one of the quietest guys that ever lived becomes a manager, third base coach, interim for the rest of the year. September of that year, they were terrible. They won twelve in a row. So this whole thing of looking at the schedule and saying, "Ah, they closed with Kansas City and Detroit," yeah, is okay. That's fine. But if you're playing rotten, you can lose to anybody. Absolutely, you got to play good. You know, I Absolutely. mean, you don't have to play great, but you know, you certainly don't have. You have to play great to beat the Yankees you got to play okay to uh, beat Detroit and uh, Kansas City. There's no absolutes end. for sure. And this team is – there are teams that bad teams can't beat. Yankees, Dodgers, you know, bad teams are going to – if they play them uh, seven times in the season, they're going to lose six. But the Twins are not – the Twins are a team that is uh, – in a situation where they can lose to anybody, I think. I don't think this is this has is a, been a surprisingly good team, but I just don't see that They're not a powerhouse team, mm-hmm. despite the record. This is not a powerhouse team. And uh, I think Houston's probably a powerhouse team because they're starting pitching in their lineup when they're healthy, and the Dodgers and the Yankees. But uh, the Twins are having an amazing year still. But they're not a powerhouse team, I don't think. No matter what the home run stats tell you. At, at the end
1: of June, didn't Cleveland lose back to back games in Baltimore by like a combined twenty eight to nothing? Oh yes, yeah. So
0: yeah, yeah. They, there's nothing the, that's a given. Well, here. Well, June fourth had started this run of theirs. Yes, but they got beat thirteen to nothing, and thirteen. To, they, gave 26 up, nothing. they gave You're up. They right. gave up twenty six runs to Baltimore, and I don't think they scored. They didn't. Yeah,
1: twice in a row. It's the damnedest thing, because yeah. their streaks and. June fourth is incredible, but then you get to these two games where they got drilled by the Orioles, who are actively, like you said, trying to tank.
0: The one team I don't think they can uh, lose to, though, right, is the is guardy's fighting Tigers. Ooh. Oh, They got some props. Yeah, five and twenty in June. I don't know what they are this month, but but he's got. They should got fire Man- him for his own sake. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm. They got Matthew Boyd and uh, you know and nobody. They're they they're pitching is just a absolute joke. They got to move their there's that that closer's got to get moved right green. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's going to, got, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he got to He's he going to get moved. I think Giles in Toronto is going to get moved. You know what? My guy Jake Dykman, Diekman, whatever his name is, the lefty. Yep. We can have him right now cuz I saw him puke the game away against uh for Kansas City against Washington. He came in after they tied it and immediately gave up three runs. So, I kind of like him. He's a lefty. And yeah, throws fairly hard, but uh, boy, did uh, did our guy uh, Rocco want uh, want that game the other night when he let Rogers pitch two and a third? Huh? Mm-hmm. He's going to say, "Okay, we're going right? yeah, we yeah. to win this one." That was Saturday, right? Yeah, we're going to win this. And we got a chance to win this one. did. Let's, yeah, let's win this one, and then if we get beat tomorrow, that's okay.
1: But beyond Rogers out there, Pat, there's not a lot that you can completely trust.
0: No, but that's the, that's but but big numbers. I mean, they're not. They're, the bullpen has not been terrible the last. It, month, ha- 30, it hasn't
1: 30. been, but watching when you watch the games, Duffy with Duffy, I never know what
0: you're you going to get. I thought he was throwing a ball pretty good in the last time out. Last couple of times out, he's been terrible again. That's what I'm saying. You know, There's... his second most trusted, well, Trevor May probably, who's been good, and lately and last month, but Ryan Harper, yep, goes in and slops that curveball up there, and he's, he's like their third guy. It is interesting when you hear, ah, there is so much velocity in the bullpen. Not here, Trevor <laughs> May. Trevor May throws hard. You know, I don't know what. You, why are they still messing around with Mejia? Well, because they, he's left-handed. Yeah, and they just brought him. I, I
1: think I, I am hoping that this is it now. Uh-huh. But they brought him back this one time. they, they they've seen enough. There is nothing there. But yes, it, it's it, if he threw right-handed,
0: this wouldn't be going on.
1: He wouldn't have been brought
0: back. It is interesting, though. The uh, the uh, they were eleven and a half ahead, and now they're five and a half ahead. And the the fans, you know, I've been making the point that back in early June, when somebody says they got to start getting their bullpen ready for the playoffs, and I said on the Twitter, let's when the lead's four and a half at the All Star game. Maybe we can stop worrying about the playoffs and start worrying about, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. The season? Yeah, the uh, season. Maybe the concerns are the same, but, uh, you know, they they haven't played. Wins and losses are about 500, right? Yeah, since, they have not since played since early t- June. Cleveland's but, been great. But I just don't think they've played well. I Don't you think? The fielding has not been as good. They've had many more a week Hitting games, you know, low production hitting games. But the, A lot of guys have cooled off, and they've had some injuries. But the difference is,
1: too, they they were never as good as oh, they played well, in, nobody, in April and May. Nobody in the history they of baseball?
0: In, they were what forty and eighteen. <laughs> yes, on and June fourth, six and runs. Yeah, on so that
1: so nobody so, in baseball's ever been that good. This is so, them. Yes, yeah, that's right. Rizzi was them. pitching. You know, Martín Perez. That's
0: not them. Uh, I, I said this last week. I think that the one thing they got to feel better about is Panetta. You know, he's been better lately. He has been. Because I, I, I didn't know if he could make the finish line. Some guys, you got to say, well, he's a big guy. He gets, you know, the heat, he'll get loose. And yeah, I don't know if we want heat with, I don't think we want heat with Michael. We want Michael pitching about 40 degrees so he can <laughs> stay, so he can breathe, right? Man, now. he's huge. Oh, God. He is he's enormous. The biggest man in baseball. There's no doubt He about makes it. an old look small. That's that is true. So, uh, I was looking the other day. I was just looking at stuff on the phone. I looked at this Timberwolves roster. They're the last. They're the worst team in the league. They're they're twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty 30. This is awful. What did Danny Danny Cunningham, who's at the uh,
1: who was in Vegas at the summer deal sent me a text last night that I think said twenty eight wins.
0: I said, Really that bad? He said, Oh yeah. Yeah, well you look at it right now if they don't do something. They're uh it, it's horrible. I did I didn't I I forgot when you took out those pieces that didn't seem Yep. You know, Gibson and okay, Derek Rose and you took out all those pieces, but now you look at what's left. Now we're we're all worried about cat pouting. Well cat can't pout the first year of his uh, deal. But do you know that Russell Westbrook? Everybody wants Russell. Yeah. He'd be fun. He's thirty-one years old. I don't want him. He's had a lot of injuries, and he's making thirty-eight million. He's the highest-paid player in yeah. the NBA. And the last year that his kind last you know, year's forty-seven. Right? forty-seven,
1: but that place is going to be empty. Well, then they should reduce the ticket prices, like you said, from a few years ago when <laughs> yes, they decided to go raise back. Them because they thought they'd be great. Two years ago, I, I don't want. I don't want Westbrook though. I don't mm-hmm. want to go through that. It's not to me. It's not going to answer anything. No, except
0: sell some tickets, sure, and get some people excited. But here's the problem: What is Oklahoma City doing? By the way, they traded another number one for another number one draft. What, what do you want twelve of them for? They got like thirteen draft picks in the first round in the next five years or something, four years like that. Uh, but this league is—I don't know—it's—it's uh, it's, you know. I mean, the NBA couldn't ask for anything more yes. than having LeBron and Anthony playing Kawhi and Paul George yep. in the same building. But how awful is it for the league that what happened to tampering? Of, of they don't care.
1: Kawhi, of a player calling up. But players, I'm told players players can tamper. So he can he can go to his buddy and say force a trade, but they can't. But the Clippers well, can't call. Him, I gotta think Paul that George the, is
0: the NBA. Not, you know, because the NBA made this super max deal, right, to try to yes. keep players at their, you know, keep players with the team. They're gonna have to address it in the next negotiations. That players, I don't know how you police tampering, but it, when it's as public as, I mean, every Kawhi Leonard story is, Kawhi arranged this trade. You know, is that good? If
1: you're a Timberwolves fan, though, this the Paul George thing should scare the hell out of you, given how quickly it happened and given the control the players have. Paul George was starting that contract. Yeah. This was not a, oh, my God, no. we have to trade him. He's at the end, end of his contract. This, this well, well, what would have been? He would
0: have showed up and played. He would have showed up and played.
1: Yeah, but my point is that they, they were subservient to him then and said, we'll trade you. Yeah, I mean, did it and it, nobody
0: saw it coming. It's a team, you know, if Cat comes to the Timberwolves and says, I want to get traded, you gotta tell him to go bleep himself, get out there and play.
1: But they don't do that in this league. That's no, my point. Well you're gonna have
0: to start. Somebody's gonna have
1: to Can start. you imagine in football? Yeah. They'd trade you to the uh Bills. Yeah, that's they'd true. say, Okay, Paul George, you want <laughs> yes. out, you can go play for the Buffalo Braves. We don't give up the Or bleep. they'd
0: uh they'd put you on some suspended list and nobody'd touch you. You know, nobody'd be able to negotiate with you or anything but it's uh it the NBA only league in history more interesting in the off season than the in season it's not even close now <laughs> yeah, no. it's not even no remotely close what is what month is the NBA at its most popular what 30 day period june 20th to july 20th yeah. you know uh absolutely right until training camp opens it's you know, this used to be the window where baseball had about six weeks. Now the NBA owns it. The NBA owns Does it. Does baseball
1: own any part of the spring or summer at this point?
0: No. I think if, if they get the Cubs or the Red Sox in the World Series, they might own a, the the weekdays. A sliver of the October. Weekday, they might own the weekdays, right? Maybe, but yeah. No. no, they don't. But it's they, remarkable how yeah, they are. It's, well, it's a regional sport. Yeah. I always said it's a, it's a you know, last Twenty years almost. Baseball popularity is regional, but they've been you blasted
1: know. off the damn mat.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, uh, it's not. Uh, you know, the NBA. I had a, a, a kid that was at the wedding from the Twin Cities here, and he was asking me about that. He said, "I don't. I can't stand watching the NBA. What's the deal?" I said, "Right now." It said, "It's, it's, it's society. It's the Kardashians. It's mm-hmm. you know that's what it is." I, you know mm-hmm. they're dying. They're they're not. Per- the wife tells me the Kardashians aren't getting the ratings they used to get, but they're the Kardashians. The NBA is the Kardashians, mm-hmm. and that's that's as deep into sports as a lot of youth want to go. Right? Yes. Name well, blah, blah, blah.
1: Right. Well, and and the kids now love to focus on the players only. They don't care about the teams. You know.
0: You know what the NBA could learn from baseball? Not giving the huge contracts to the thirty-two year olds. Yeah, you know that's what baseball is. you know? I mean, that's the other thing, is you know, how can you give these contracts? You know, give a guy th- all he wants for three years, but don't give him money till he's thirty-eight years old. This this Al Horford contract's the dumbest contract I ever saw. Four years, what hundred? Yep. Yeah. He's thirty-seven. It, it's Pujols, like he's in, thirty-seven,
1: in, in what you're tying yourself up. But
0: Pujols was. Yeah, as far as long,
1: but time. yeah, but the, but, but the term of that for baseballs,
0: yeah, but they don't do us. that anymore. They, they, no, baseballs. No, no, these smart. guys don't do anything. No, now. they' gotten smart, and the, the players are wanting to. They're gonna, you know. That's what Tony Clark keeps saying. Well, something's got to be done about this. What can you do? You can't demand that they give your thirty you can't demand that the twins give Brian Dozier eighty million dollars, right?
1: I think the solution for Tony Clark will be Tony Clark no longer being in charge of the union, unfortunately for Tony
0: Clark. Fear will name somebody that's is Yes you know. I don't know. Can you walk away from that can you walk away from can anybody walk away from the money anymore? NBA the only guys with any incentive I don't know. the only players with any incentive to strike are the NFL guys they're the only ones getting But get, they but they will They're the never... only
1: ones getting hosed and they They should
0: but they won't. No. They,
1: because uh, if I'm the 36 guy on the roster guess what I can't afford to do not get my paycheck. That's right. So, baseball might be the one. I don't know.
0: Uh <laughs> no. review of the golf tournament. I I you know I was uh, only out there before it started. But watching I watched good, good bits and pieces on TV and I watched Thursday, and they were showing the holes like 10, 11, and 12 a lot. For some reason, the players, they were showing. And you got those house house, back of the houses in the back, and no people. There's no people that go all the way down to that end of the course, so it looks like there's nobody there. Mm -hmm. The holes are boring as hell. And you're watching it, and you're saying, boy, this is a bad, bad uh, picture of this tournament because it doesn't look like there's any people here. And they'd had the rain delay, so I suppose a lot of people had left, too. And you got these boring holes that are kind of stuck out. The greens are stuck out in the middle of nowhere. But then I watched it again uh, some Saturday afternoon and, I'll, and, and quite a bit Sunday after I got back from the baseball game. And I, it was better. It was good and a great finish. And this kid that won it could be, you know, you could look back 10 years ago now and say, hey. Matthew Wolfe won the first, you know. So a great finish, and that hole worked out, and I give a lot of credit to Tom Lehman. He didn't have uh, millions to work with or much time, and he at least made it so it wasn't a complete joke. If if they hadn't toughened it up to some degree, the winner would have been 40 under. They would have shot yeah. in, I mean, as it, well, was, seniors went. as it was, they had a bunch of 62, or a few 62s, but at least there was the i said the trouble with it previously when the seniors was there was nobody could get in any trouble nobody was ever you know part of golf is escaping from near calamity or having near calamity and there was some of that in the with, with the redesign that they did and supposedly you are going to do a lot more and make it uh, you know make it a little tougher make it look a little better a little more dramatic one of my problems with that golf course is the They don't have a lot of interesting putts, but they did on 18. You know, yesterday, obviously, that kid made a 28-footer from the fringe to win it. But, yeah, it worked out good. And it looked like there were people there, huh, uh, over the weekend? I didn't go, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the crowds were decent. decent. Hollis uh, was—I think we gave Hollis so much abuse about his attendance and uh, announcements— in the old days, with the senior, Are with he? the seniors, that he wouldn't tell us what the crowd was because he figured we, we all would divide it by three like <laughs> we used to. I, I think I went, that was your abuse more than anyone. Else. Well, no, I mean one. I remember <laughs> like the third or fourth year that the Shorewood Lounge, which ended up having a fire up and uh, was Hollis's joint. It's up there on Central Avenue, right up on the other side of Six Ninety Four. Great. Great place. Yeah, Hollis used to have a Hollis used to have a lunch out there in the January or so, and just everybody out and you know have the guys who like to drink, bunch of writers and various guys. You get twenty people out there. So I remember I walked in and there was. By the time I got there, there were six, seven guys. So what do you think we got here? Thirty-five, forty Hollis? <laughs> what do you, how many people, how many people you think we got here? But he's a promoter. I'll tell you that he. Uh, they they considering they only had 6 of the top 30 they came out pretty good I, I thought Yeah and Phil they, was out after Phil to make the cut yeah, right Phil shot 74 the first day and then warmed up the jet cuz he you know he shoots 74 I think the cut was 300 so he was Yeah had chip had at the to, column the three guys were sub, a guy, yeah, well, one guy saved their I think bacon. Hollis ran up and gave him $500 don't you Oh yeah, yeah,
1: with the names that would have gone home, make a triple bogey here yeah. with your
0: son, and we we'll give you a lifetime exemption to get into I'm this. I'm going to make term. this easy for you. Blow the hole. All <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Jason Day and Kepka would have both gone home. Now next year they're moving to the week after the British Open, later in July, and they also have the Olympics before that. So I mean, uh, after that. So I, you know, they're gonna, oh, so it's, it's not it's, it's changing be, dates. Yeah, apparently their end of July is going to be their permanent date. Now, one good thing about that is it gets you closer to the FedEx Cup sure. cutoff. But, uh, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, next year. Next year is going to be tough, I would think, to get players because you got the British Open, so they'll have to come back from the British Open. Yep. And then some of them will be going to the Olympics. So oh, a, I a couple of weeks. I after forgot
1: about that. Olympic golf. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, I really, really uh, i I'm very
0: excited, that. though, for the—not uh, these Olympics, but the next one, 2024. I hope I'm still around because breakdancing appears is, is going to be a metal sport. Nothing like breakdancing. Break dancing. I didn't even know we still breakdance.
1: I just wish we'd get rid of the Olympics entirely. And you know,
0: I was at a wedding. Be and done and with I, it. I was at a wedding, and it was a Jewish wedding. You know, the my uh, my niece's uh, father, Stephen Leach, and—, and it was, you know what they should have—that the dancing. If you're gonna have dancing, the one when they got the, when they got the parents up on the chairs, that's, that could be a goal. Now that's, you know what you that, suggested? Yeah, that's up on the chair. You know the Juan oop- Antonio or you know, whoever the charge that, now hears this. Whatever that, whatever that we great might have Jewish it. song is, yeah. have a like a team competition. Uh, you know you got what? Like twenty people on each team, and uh, you know what can we do? What <laughs> tricks can we do? And we got the people up on the chairs. <laughs>
1: You know, this would be a plausible Olympic sport right now.
0: I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not Jewish, man. I'd hate to have some people try to haul my fat ass up on one of those chairs. They'd squish five people to death. But they had kind of a, (laughs) you know, they were bouncing them around on the chairs, and they had kind of a low hanging roof on one. There was, it Uh it had a ceiling like this. uh Oh. And Steve, the father of the groom, is about six foot four, and I. All of a sudden, he ducking. I said, uh, "You know, we we almost." You know, I would say the announcement would be: "Ah, uh, the uh, the father of the uh, bride has been taken to the hospital with a broken neck, but we're going to keep dancing here." What? The or hell? <laughs> yeah, all concussion? Concussion right.
1: problem? Yeah, that's right. Concerned so that'd about be, that?
0: That'd Be more fun than breakdancing, though. You know, cheers you know, <laughs> there. So,
1: do you have a uh, unchained or a positive pat before we
0: uh, wrap uh, it up? I. What is my positive? Uh, you know, I guess the, uh, my unchained would be, but it's a very modest unchained, is don't look at the schedule for the twins and think you know what's going to happen because it's down to five and a half. Don't say, well, you know, it's baseball. You're going to go out there and you're going to play and you're not, the the greatest team ever, so don't count on that last two weeks against the Tigers and the Royals no matter what happens, and don't badmouth what Cleveland has done because they've had an easy schedule, because the Twins had the same easy schedule, and this is where the two teams belong. So, stop looking at baseball like you're sure what's good. This isn't the NBA. This isn't, you know, okay, right. Golden State's going to win unless somebody gets hurt, which happened. Right, but uh, you know, so just don't make any assumptions. Enjoy the fact your late summer is still worth watching for the first time. And I mean, I even in seventeen, they just kind of sneaked up on us. No, and made it way more fun. Yeah, so five and uh, a half that, to me is great. That would be my. That would be my uh, uh, suggestion. Is just don't look at the schedule and say, "Oh, God, we could, they have to go play there." No. No, that is, they by the way, they they lost twice to Baltimore, but they also beat the Yankees in the uh Red Sox two out of three. So, mm-hmm. so five anyway. and a half to me is ideal. I love this. Yeah, it is. It'll be fun. And and as uh actually I talked to Buster for the uh pod uh, baseball podcast, which will be abbreviated tonight, but you'll be able to hear the whole thing uh later. Uh and Buster basically said that uh uh you know, that he still thinks Cleveland's might trade Hand and Bauer because they don't think they can win, you know, even if they make the playoffs, they don't think they can win win it, which is an all-new bad attitude for baseball. I saw a story in the Post today saying that the Bauer trade
1: with the Yankees, they might try and do what uh, the Rays did with Archer, where they got two young players that could help them immediately, and that, that... Austin Meadows' kid is good. He, he's in the All-Star game. Oh, he's game. fantastic. And then the pitcher that they got has been fantastic as well, so that if they do try and make a trade, they might try and capitalize and get a couple of guys that can help them and still trade Bauer, who I think they just perceive as a pain in the ass. Yeah. I don't think so.
0: No? Nope. I think they think he's a goofball, but he Not pitches, paying pain the ass? Pitches. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, he's a good pitcher. Yes. All right. All right. Well, uh, there's an emergency uh, unchained. Uh, and we'll, uh, Glad next, you're back. Next week, we'll be a little more riled up about something. <laughs>